0: Greetings, friends, in the precious name of our crucified and risen Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome, warm the greetings from my home to your home this morning. I trust that you'll have a wonderful time as we worship the Lord together. We light the peace candle. O oh God, our help in ages past. Our hope for years to come. Our shelter from the stormy blast. Be thou our God while troubles last. Now we come to our notices. Friends, as you know that church gatherings still fall within the prohibited gatherings, we continue in this fashion with Virtual services, and I know that some of our members are not on social media. And we just hope and pray that wherever they are, they're able to find the time to worship either through following the television or the radio services. And we pray and uh, trust God for a time wherein we'll be able to gather together in worship. And that being the case, I request that um, I be provided with members, the contact details of our members, so that I can be able to just call, you know, and check on how people are doing at this time. And also... Thirdly, to make a notice that the stewards will have a meeting sometime next week, but that will be communicated to the stewards during the week. And I also wish to encourage us with our files and our offerings that, in as much as we are not meeting physically to worship in church, but church life still continues, and I Hope and pray that we'll be able to continue with our spiritual worship. Worshipping God with that which God has blessed us with. Yes, because we're still able to go to shops and, you know, to buy food to those of us whom God has blessed with. And I just encourage us to continue doing so. And also to further ask that those who have pastoral needs, please let the minister know so that we can continue praying with and also as we make those telephone calls to pray and also just to check and journey with people and whatever they're going through. Currently, we are not able to meet or even to have communion, but, you know, just being able to to speak with people and pray with I think that goes a long way. Last but not least, those who are celebrating their birthdays, I just wish to say to you that remember that you are precious, you are loved, and God loves you. May you have wonderful birthdays this week. Friends, we continue with our service. We find our call to worship. You are my God. You are our God. And I praise you. I call on all humanity to extol your name. All glory to our gracious Lord. His name be praised. His love adored. Throughout all eternity. Friends, let's join together as we sing from our hymnal's blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Let us sing together. Let us pray. Almighty God, creator of the heavens and the earth, all that is seen and invisible, you are our God. We adore you. We exalt your holy and precious name. Thank you, Lord, that this morning you woke us up and We gather in this fashion, Lord, to worship you. Thank you that you are God who is not limited by space and time, but you are God who is at all places and at all times omnipresent, God. We thank you, Lord, that even during these times, when we wake up in the morning, we are reminded, Lord, that you are God that you still in control, that you are still taking care of each and every one of us, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for your love. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of family. We thank you for the gift of friends. People, Lord, who journey with us, though some of us, we are staying by ourselves wherever we are. But, Lord, we thank you for the love that we experience from people who take the time to call and just check on us. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise, Lord, and we give you glory. We honor you. And as we come, Lord, before you this morning, we are mindful of our shortcomings. We are mindful, Lord, of how we sin against you in our speech, in our deeds, and in our thoughts. Lord, we are sorry. And we ask, Lord, that you cleanse us that you forgive us from all unrighteousness and make us holy and make us worthy to be in your presence. And we thank you, Lord, for Jesus Christ, that because he came and he died for us, he has reconciled us with you. And that he continues to intercede for us. Thank you, Lord, that you've promised us that when we confess our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your love. We, offer, we thank you all this In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. Friends, at this time, as we would come and our Saviours, when gathering would bring our offerings, would bring our gifts to the Lord. And at this time, for those of us who are able to do EFTs or those who will be able to go tomorrow, and make deposits. I just want to pray a blessing over the offerings. Lord, you are the giver of all good and perfect gifts that come from you with whom there is no shadow of turning. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that even in these times, Lord, you still provide. We thank you that though some of us, Lord, are not working, though some of us haven't got anything, but you still provide food, you still provide shelter, and you still provide clothing. As you led your Israelite nation throughout the desert those 40 years, the Bible tells us, Lord, that they lacked no food for you provided them and that their clothes were not torn. Thank you that even during this pandemic, Lord, you continue to provide. And we bring these, our offering, Lord, our thighs and our offering before you as a token of appreciation, Lord God Almighty. And we do so, Lord, knowing that there is nothing, but one thing that we know that never changes is that you are God, the creator, the provider of all that we need. And as we do so, Lord, you said that you must bring into your house the tithes and offerings. And you said that we must test you in this and see if you'll not open the floodgates of heaven and pour out such a blessing that we will have no room for it. Lord, we thank you that you promised to chase the devourer away. We trust in your word for your promises, Lord, are yes and amen. Bless each and every one of your people as they give. And also, Lord God, we pray for those who are not able to do so at this time that you give them the seed that they may be able, Lord God Almighty, in the following week and weeks to give for the extension of your kingdom. Give us the wisdom, Lord, to use this so that your will may be done and that your mission may be extended. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Friends, now we join together in the prayer of intercession as Uncle Theo leads us.
1: Holy Lord Jesus Christ, what a privilege it is to come to you this morning, O Father. Lord, and as always, we pray for your church worldwide, O oh Father. We give thanks for your church, O oh Lord, those men and women that carry your gospel, and especially in these dark times, O oh Father, the courage they show, the way they expose themselves, O oh Father. We lift them unto you, O oh Lord. May they feel the warmth of our prayers. We give thanks for the church in South Africa, O oh Lord, and especially here in our circuit, O oh Father. We pray for all the ministers. We ask that you bless them. Help them in this troubled times and give them wisdom, O oh Father. We pray for St. Marks, O oh Lord. Lord, and You know that we are an elderly church, O oh Father, and there are many frailties, O oh Lord. We bring each and every one to You, O oh Lord. We lift the families unto You, O oh Father. We ask for Your protection. We ask for Your favor, O oh Father. We ask for Your blessing over all our lives, O oh Lord, in every aspect of our lives. We need You more than ever now in these dark times, O oh Father. And so please bless us, O Lord. Keep us safe, keep us warm. And keep us mindful of others as well, O Lord. We thank you that you bless our church and that you continue this way, O Father. O Lord, I also want to pray for the government. And yes, O Father, they have difficult decisions. Be with them, O Lord. I pray that they speak with one voice. I pray that they consider us, O Lord, the electors, the people of this country. Especially the poor, O oh Father Bless them, O oh Lord, in their decision making And O oh Lord, I pray also for these in authority The police and the army The health workers May they have compassion, O oh Lord May they have gentleness and kindness, O oh Father Help them when they deal with us, O oh Father I pray also for the general public And I pray against COVID-19, O oh Father O oh Father, you be merciful unto us, O oh Lord Our death rate is low and I pray that the continuance of this mercy stay with us, O oh Lord. Bless us, protect us, O oh Father. We are of the poorer countries, O oh Lord. So we totally dependent on you, O oh Father. Oh Father, now this day belongs to you, O oh Lord. I pray you bless the message. Bless Gloria as she brings the message, O oh Lord. And be with each and every one of the members of St. Mark's and their families, O oh Lord. And I ask this in and through Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. And now we say together the Lord's Prayer as the Paul family leads us.
1: Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed
2: be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
0: Friends, we find the scripture reading in the gospel according to John chapter 21, and we are reading verses 15 to 19. I'm reading from the New International Version. It reads as follows. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than this? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. I tell you the truth. When you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. This is the gospel of Christ. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. Amen. Friends, as we know, today is Mother's Day and I wish to take this time to wish all the mothers, grandmothers, aunts and every woman who is out there looking after children, taking after, you know, you are special and i know sometimes it is not easy, but i just want to say that keep up the good work. May god bless you, give you the strength to continue you know, doing this precious role. God saw it fit to choose just you to be a mother, not any other. And I hope that you'll have a wonderful time, that God will be with you. I know at this time there are those who are with tears, Because their mothers are no longer with us in this earth. I want to say to you, though they are not here with us, they had a very special role. They'll continue to be special. Cherish those memories. And others are shedding tears because those who are supposed to be say, Mom, are not there, you know. Maybe you lost your children quite a young at a young age. Or maybe you've just lost your children to the social ills that we find out there. You know, you long for somebody to call and say, Mom. But I want to say to you, you are still their mother. Wherever they are, you're still important. God still trusts you, still loves you as you are. And that you may continue to pray for those who, who are out there, who, who do not even acknowledge you as their mother. Because that is what mothers do. They continue to love. You love even when it hurts. Continue to love them and also to pray for them. And when the time is right, God will make all things well. And there is Donimbofu who celebrated his eighth year birthday yesterday and he has this message for all the mothers. I pray that on this Mother's Day, you will feel the closeness of the Lord God above. And how much you are loved. Happy Mother's Day to you all. Now isn't that sweet? That is beautiful. And I echo Donnie's message. Friends, let us continue with our service as we sing together from our hymnals. O love that will not let me go. I rest my weary soul in thee. I give thee back the life I owe. May that in thine ocean depths its flow may richer, fuller be. Let's sing together.
2: Oh, love that wilt not let me go shouting
0: Friends, let us pray. Almighty God, speak to us. Let your word bring comfort, encouragement, and hope. And now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you, our Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Amen. Friends, we, we have read just one reading today. And we find Peter and six other disciples who had gone fishing. If you read from verse 1 of the same chapter, this is after Jesus has risen from the dead. And the Bible tells us that for, for the whole night they caught nothing. And I can imagine the frustration, the weariness, you know. But the Bible tells us that in the morning, Jesus appeared to them. And as he spoke to them, told them that they should throw and cast the net on the right side of the boat. And they caught such a large number of fish. And later on, they joined Jesus in the shore. And they find charcoal fire with bread and with fish and Jesus invites them and they have breakfast with him and thereafter there is this conversation that takes place between Jesus and Peter and although it was between them they were not far from the others that they could not hear and especially John and I wish to briefly speak about loving Jesus with just three points. I'm sure you know me by now, three points. (laughs) The first one is restoration. The second one is responsibility. And the third is discipleship. Restoration. Three years ago, Jesus had met Peter and others on the Sea of Galilee. And today after his resurrection, he meets them. He called Peter three years ago and said, come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men, as he spoke to him and his brother and others. And they left everything and they followed Jesus. And as they followed, Peter had so much faith and love for Jesus, such that he wanted to be where Jesus was. And I remember on one occasion, as Jesus walked on water, Peter said, Lord, if it is you, tell me to come to you walking on water. You know, when you love someone, you always try to please them. Isn't it so? You know, some people go as far as, you know, trying to, to cook and prepare meals you know even though at times the meals would not come out right but the one who has shown the love you know tries not to break their heart and 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 enjoy the, the meal that is being prepared and unfortunately with peter with how he loved the Lord and how he wanted others to see that I am, you know, I love Jesus, he went far. You know, when Jesus um, was preparing his disciples for his crucifixion, he spoke on how the shepherd will be struck and the sheep scattered. But Peter boasted, even if all fall away on account of you, I will never. But Jesus said to Peter, before the cock crows, you will disown me three times. You know, Peter, you know, he always wanted, you know. And Peter said, even if I have to die with you, I will not disown you. But we know that that night at Gethsemane, when Jesus was around arrested the other disciples indeed went away and the bible tells us that peter and another disciple they followed peter followed at a distance and when he was standing at the fire aha the charcoal fire that was there and people, one by one, began to say, you also were with him. And Peter said, I do not know him. And by the third time, as he disowned, even in, 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 in helling and on him, then the call And then the Bible says, he wept and Jesus looked at him. And I bet that now by the seashore of Galilee, this charcoal fire reminded Peter of his failure. But Jesus does not remind Peter of his denial. Jesus does not say to Peter, look at you. What happened? remember what he had said. I had told you, but Jesus lovingly asks Simon, son of John, do you love me? And I will not deal with the Greek words used in this question, but my focus is on Jesus' restoration because Jesus had seen how Peter wept bitterly after realizing that he has disappointed Christ, you know. Jesus knew and he knows how Peter felt about his denial. And so he asked him three times if he loves him. This is not to make him feel bad, but it is restore him. His denial of Christ was in public with people who did not know Christ. But now his restoration is in public in the hearing of those who knew Christ and who have walked with Jesus. And now it is for Peter to be restored so that as he leads them, they know that Christ acknowledged and appreciated his love. And the Bible tells us that he he was hurt, he was grieved when Jesus asked him for the third time, do you love him? And his response was, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Friend, it is common for us to fail as we follow Christ on his way. But we learn from Peter, never to boast, never to be self-righteous, but we ought to walk in humility because we are weak human beings. We have, it is in our nature to fall. However, when we have missed the mark, Jesus asks us one question, do you love me? And Peter later wrote in one of his epistles, love covers a multitude of sins. As Jesus had said to Peter, I have prayed about you. When you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. When we love Jesus' friends and we know his love, we are able to love and encourage others who have backslidden Because we have experienced Christ's love first. When we love Jesus, we understand that Jesus restores people. None is beyond redemption. None is beyond restoration. And I wonder, in our walk with Christ, have we shown that love, you know, to journey with those who have backslidden? Or we begin to say, Uh Aha, I knew it. I hope that is not the case, but that we embrace and love them. Because loving Jesus is not about saying, I love you, Jesus. It is about serving Jesus that our love for him is shown. Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? You see, friends, loving Jesus is sacrificial. We are to love Jesus more than our possessions, more than our profession, more than our family and more than our friends. Sometimes people do not understand how we give of ourselves, not only monetarily, but of ourselves in service of Christ. And you remember initially when When Jesus called Peter said, and his friends said that, Come, follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. But now Jesus is given another task. Feed the lambs. Care for the sheep. Feed the sheep. And I want to say that these two are not separate. Go and evangelize. Be the fisher of men. Bring more into the flock of Christ. But make sure that as you've brought them in, You care for this flock. It is easy for us to evangelize and bring people to Christ. But once they are here, unfortunately, we kill them. How we treat them in speech and our actions kills them. When Paul was writing to Corinthians, he says that I gave gave you milk for you were not ready for solid food. As those who are fishers of men, and there's those who are the shepherd of the flock that Christ has entrusted unto our care. We need to know what is suitable for them. Each and every one of us are a different space spiritually. We need to journey with different people right where they are. We know that lambs are sometimes weak and sometimes they have the tendency to go off and sometimes be lost. But like the shepherd, when one is lost, the shepherd leaves the 99 and goes in search of the only one, and when it is found, comes and rejoices with them. Wesley instituted the class meetings where the spiritual growth of converts was nourished. Do we still have those? Do we still care to go in search of those who were part of this flock but were no longer there? Are we feeding the lambs of Christ? It is so sad and heartbreaking that in the 21st century church there, ha- there is a constant outcry from women and children who are molested in church. And the question still stands. Do you love me? Do you love me more than this? Do you love me? That is Jesus asking us this morning. And when we had our covenant service this year, the theme was loving God. And I want to say, friends, we cannot love God whom we do not see when we cannot love our neighbor whom we see every day. We are to love a neighbor as ourselves. As Methodists, as Wesleyan Methodists, to speak of Christian perfection or scriptural holiness in an imperfect world, when everything else is about me, myself, and I. Christ, who is all embracing, Christ, who is all loving, invites us to be Christ centered, to love others and bring them close. We have a responsibility as Christ followers to love and to care for the needy, to journey with the wayward, and to be patient with the timid. As in the first encounter with Jesus, he called out to Peter and to each and every one of those disciples Come, follow me. And from the Greek language, the phrase follow me is in the imperative. In other words, one is to continue doing the instruction, is to continue following Christ, not to end, not to get tired, not to get weary along the way. Jesus gives Peter the role of being a shepherd. Peter was to follow the chief shepherd In his life. Last week the lectionary reading was. John 23 and John. I mean. Psalm 23 and John 10. About the shepherd. Where Christ says I've come that you should have life. And have it more abundantly. And Peter was to follow Christ. And how he would go about. You know, even going to those whom according to Jewish tradition were called the unclean. You remember how he went even and stayed with Simon the Tanner who according to the law, he would never, you know, he was to go even to Cornelius. Because you see, when we are disciples of Christ, We we go through a process of transformation. Things that before Christ restores us, we would never do. But because of the love of Christ, because of the restoration, we are all embracing as we imitate Christ. And John tells us that Jesus told Peter that when he was young, he dressed himself, but when he is old, he will be led, you know? And this is a manner in which Peter was to glorify Christ in his death because as history informs us, Peter preached for 37 years and at the age of 70 he was crucified by Nero and upon his request he was crucified upside down for he said that he did not want to be crucified the same way his Lord was crucified. Friends, to be a disciple of Christ is a daily ongoing process. We follow and serve Christ in and out of season, whether. It is. it feels good or it doesn't feel good. When it is favorable and when it is not favorable, even in the midst of uncertainties that are caused by COVID-19, we still follow Christ. This is seen in the many health workers and the auxiliary, who though they know that they are in the front line of this COVID pandemic, yet every day they still wake up and go and serve, Because they understand that it is a calling in their lives to be doctors. It is a calling in their lives to be nurses. It is a calling to, in their lives to be those who work alongside so that people can have life. Why? Is it because of the money? I want to suggest that it is because they love life. And who is life? Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am life. And so they give of themselves, just as the shepherd who Jesus says in John chapter 10 The shepherd lays down his life for the flock. And so Jesus calls Peter, say, follow me. And even today, Jesus calls each and every one of us to follow him. If it means sacrificing our lives for our friends, for our neighbors, it is okay. Because we know Jesus loved us and that he came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. As I close, friends, I want to say that sin had separated us from God. It had marred God's image in us, but Christ restored us to God. And though we have come to Christ, though we have accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, and though we have vouched to follow Christ wherever he leads us, sometimes we fall short, we make mistakes. But Jesus does not reject us. But Jesus pursues us. Yes, the hymn that we say that we sang earlier says, Oh love that will not let me go. It is that love that is Christ. It is that love that we find in Christ that restores us. Yes, it is important for us to repent. One author, one epistle says that we we, we, we do not know how Christ will be when he appears. But he says when he appears, we shall be like him. And he says those who have this hope, whew, they renew themselves. They cleanse themselves. And so it is important, friends, that we repent and we ask for Christ's forgiveness when we've done wrong. And as we express our love for Jesus, he gives us tasks that we feed, that we take care of his flock. Irrespective of who the flock is, because we love Jesus, we carry out our responsibilities. And Jesus says, when you've done this, to the list of this, you've done this to me. We work towards our goal that that all of us, we become one flock, his flock. We become his disciples, even if it means dying. But it starts with one question that I'm going to live with us. Jesus is asking, Do you love me? Let us pray. Almighty God, God, who is love, God of love, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank you that you love us, Lord, and you continue to reconcile us through Christ. Help us, Lord, as we express our love for Jesus, as we express our love for you, Lord, that it translates in how. We love your people. At this time, Lord, when people feel isolated, make us instruments of your love that we may reach out to your people and love them. When people feel guilty of what they have done and afraid to show face, make us to be servants Make us to be shepherds who will go in search of them and bring them. Not to remind them of how wrong they've been, of how bad they are, but just to show them love. Because at times, that is the only thing the human heart needs. To know that I am loved. We thank you Lord and we give you praise and we give you glory in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Friends, uh, our closing him is The King of Love my shepherd is whose goodness faileth never. I nothing lack like if I am his and he is mine forever. We sing together. friends, let us share the benediction. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.